0: Welcome to Zichodav Sima Mamme Rabram Goldhai and Him Yuma, Daf Nun Base, the fifth parak, Hotz So the three topics we're going to focus on, number one. Rabbi Nassim said, lo chachamim, ikulo fnim, ikulo regarding the Ammat thick dividing wall, the Kham could not determine whether it was like the Koshe within or like the Kodesh without. Ravina objected to this, saying that perhaps the wall was neither within either area, and he brings the following proof that wherever the spaces occupied by the temple walls are counted, the amitroxin is counted separately from the kodesh Kaddashim and the kodesh. It was taught in the Mishnah Midos, hahecho mea almea mea. The hecho was one hundred amas by one hundred amas with a height of hundred amas, and the Mishnah then proceeds to give the measurements of the walls and the spaces within the hecho. And the amitroxin is counted separately from the forty amas space of the hecho and the twenty amas space of the kodesh gadashim. The Gora concedes and explains that the rabbans dealt with whether it had the Kadusha of the kodesh Kaddashim or that of the kodesh. Point number two is time to embrace that Isi Ben Yehuda said, "Chamish mikros There are five pesukim in the Torah whose grammatical structure cannot be determined. Each pasuk contains a phrase that can be linked to either an earlier clause or a later clause. These phrases are, number one, se'es, from Hashem's warning to kind. It can either be read as forgiven when connected to the earlier phrase, or as you shall bear your sin when read with the latter part of the Pasuk. Two, Meshukadim, engraved like almonds, referring to the menorah. It can be applied to the cups mentioned beforehand, or to the knobs and flowers mentioned afterwards. Number three, machar, tomorrow mentioned by Moshe to Yeshua regarding the war with Hamalik. If connected to the earlier phrase, it means to fight the war tomorrow. When connected to the latter phrase, it means fight the war today, and tomorrow we'll stand on the hill and pray. Today, you don't need my tefillos. Number four, Arur, a curse, mentioned was brought to the Shimon Levi. It's not clear if a curse is going on their rage, which is mentioned after it, or first the Shechem, who was alluded to in the previous Pasik. And number five, the come, but will rise up, mentioned in Hashem's message to Moshe near the end of Moshe's life. It can be read with the beginning of the Pasik to teach that Moshe shall lie with the Avos and then rise up and be resurrected, or with the latter part of the Pasik referring to the Jewish people rising up and straying after other gods. And point number three, the next mission described how the Kong walked between the two curtains from south to north. And when he reached the north, he entered the space of the Kodesh kadashim and walked southward at magila Aron until he reached the poles of the Aron. Notice in Samachta ben Shnei Abadim, he placed the shovel full of calls between the two poles. Now the Gemara wonders which base of Mikdash is described in the Mishnah. In by Rishon, the Kodesh HaKedashim and the Kodesh were divided by a stone wall. It cannot be referring to Bayesheni for Bryce taught that Yoshio hid the Aron along with its Sinsenas Haman. The jar of man, the flask of Shem and the Mishka, iron staff that blossomed, and the box that the Pushim sent as a present. The Gemara answers that the mission is referring to shani and the mission means that the Kongado placed the shovel full of coals in the place of the Arun, where the poles would have been. So once again the three points are number one. Rabbi Nassim said regarding the Amithic dividing wall, the Kham could not determine whether it was like the Kush Kadashin within or like the Kush without. But objected to this, saying that perhaps the wall was neither within either area, and he brings the following proof: that wherever the spaces occurred by the temple walls are counted, the Amitraxin is counted separately from the kodesh Kodoshim and the kodesh. It was taught in the Mishnah Midos, ahecho mea brumea. The hecho was one hundred amos by one hundred amos with a height of a hundred amos. The Mishnah then proceeds to give the measurements of the walls and the spaces within the hecho, and the Amitraxin is counted separately from the forty amos space of the hecho and the twenty amos space of the kodesh Kodoshim. The Gemara concedes and explains that the Rabbanan's doubt was whether it had the kedusha of the Kodesh HaKadoshim or that of the Kodesh. Point number two was taught in a brice that Isi Ben Yehuda said, mikros and There are five sukkim in the Torah whose grammatical structure cannot be determined. Each pasach contains a phrase that can be linked to either an earlier clause or a later clause. These phrases are number one says from Hashem's warning to Kine. It can be read either as forgiven when connected to the earlier phrase or as you shall bear your sin when read with the latter part of the pasach. Two, Mashukah, and Grape, like almonds referring to the menorah. It can be applied to the cups mentioned beforehand, or to the knobs and flowers mentioned afterwards. Number three, Machar, tomorrow, mentioned by Moshe to Yeshua. Regarding Mochamus Hamalek, if connected to the Uri phrase, it means to fight the word tomorrow. When connected to the latter phrase, it means fight the word today, and tomorrow I will stand on the hill and pray. Today you don't need my tefils. Number four, Arur, accursed, mentioned Yaakov's Brach to the Shimon and Levi. It's not clear if a curse is going on their rage, which is mentioned after it, or it refers to Shechem, was alluded to in the previous Pasek, and number five, come, but will rise up, mentioned in Hashem's message to Moshe near the end of Moshe's life. It can be read at the beginning of the Pasek to teach that Moshe will lie with the Avos and then rise up and be resurrected, or the latter part of the Pasek referring to the Jewish people rising up and straying after other gods. And point number three, the next Mishnah described how the Kongado walked between the two curtains, from south to north, and then when he reached the north, he entered the space of the Kosher and walked southward, until he reached the poles of the Aram, he placed a shovel full of coals between the two poles. Now the Gemara wonders which base of Mikdash is described in the Mishnah. And by his Rishon, the Kodesh, Kodesh and the Kodosh were divided by a stone wall. It can't be referring to Shani for a Brysatot. The Yoshio hid the Arn along with its Tsinsenis Amun, the Jar of Mun, the Flask of Shem in the Amishchet, Aaron's staff that blossomed, and the box the Prishim sent as a present. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah is referring to Shani, and the Mishnah means that the Kongalda placed the shovel full of coals in the place of the Aaron, where the poles would have been. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Nun base, and our standard Simmon is a newbie to Yiddishkeit. Someone new to Yiddishkeit's ear goes. The newbie to Yiddishkeit felt he had hit an thick brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim, and how the model of a base of Mikdash could have an M parochis at the same time. Once again, it's slow motion. The newbie to Yiddishkeit, newbie to Yiddishkeit, that must be more on Duff Nun base. The newbie felt he had hit an Amathic brick wall, which reminds Rav Nassim said regarding the Amatraksim, the Chamin could not determine whether it was like the Kodesh Giddushim within or like the Kodesh without. Ravina objected to this, saying that perhaps the wall was neither within either area, and he brings up proof from Mishnah Midas, wherever the spaces occupied the temple walls are counted, the Amatraksim is counted separately from the Kodesh Giddushim and the Kodesh. The Gemara concedes and explains that Rabban's doubt was whether it had the kedusha of the Kodesh Giddushim or that of the Kodesh. So the newbie Tiddishkeit felt he had hit an thick brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim, which reminds us. It was taught in Nebrisa that Isi ben Yehuda said, mikros There are five psukim in the Torah whose grammatical structure cannot be determined. Each pasuk contains a phrase can be linked to either an earlier clause or a later clause. These phrases are Se'es, from Hashem's warning to Kain, Meshukadim, engraved-like almonds, referring to the menorah, Machar, tomorrow mentioned by Moshe, the Yeshua got in the war with Amalek, Aror, a curse mentioned in the Shimon and Levi, but come, but will rise up, mentioned in Hashem's message to Moshe near the end of Moshe's life. So the Nubiti to Yishka felt he had hit an thick brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim, and how the model of Abetzal Migdash could have an Arun and Paroches at the same time. Which reminds us, the next mission described how the Kongadol walked between the two currents from south to north, and then when he reached the north, he entered the space of the Kodesh Kaddashim, and walked southward, until he reached the place of the Arun. He placed a shovel full of coals between the two poles. The Gemara wonders which base of Mikdash is described in the Mishnah. In Bais Rishon, the Kodesh Kadoshim and the Kodish were divided by a stone wall. It can't be referring to Baishani, for Bryce that Yoshio who hid the Aron, along with the Sansenes Hamun, the Jar of Mun, the Flask of Sheman and Mishcha, Aaron Staff that Blossom, and the Box of the Plishim sent as a present. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah is referring to Baishani, and the Mishnah means that the Kongara placed the shovel full of coals in the place of the Aron, where the poles would have been. So once again, the newbie to felt he had hit an um, amathic brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim, and how the model of a base of Migdish could have an arn and parochis at the same time. All right, now it's time for a four-blah back chazor. of Memches, so the Daf Memches is a brainiac. A brainiac, so here goes. While well, some brainiacs, brainiacs, that must mean we're on Daf memches. While some brainiacs were busy testing their pacing the comets on the inside of the cleat technique, which reminds the Repuppet inquired, What's the of after performing kamitsa, The cone pasted the comets to the wall of the klisharis rather than placing it at the bottom of the cleat. And Marba Ravashi asked what the luck is if the cone inverted the klisharis and pasted the comets to its bottom. This is the case in which the clee had a hollow stand that could serve as a receptacle when the cleat was turned upside down. Do we have to place the comets inside the chalene properly or would these alternative placements work? Both are left as a teku. So, while some brainiacs were busy testing their pasting the combits on the inside of the Khali technique, others were on the floor analyzing the status of spilt guitarists from the Kong Gadol's Chafina, which reminds us, the Gamor prefaces Rapapapa's next query by introducing the falling halacha if the blood of a shak the carbon spilled on the floor from the incision of the animal's neck, and the cone gathered it up, it's pussel. Whereas if it was first received in the klesharis and then spilled on the floor and he gathered it up, it's kosher. So a pup inquired, What's the luck if the kator scattered from the kong full-cupped hands and fell to the ground? May he gather it up from the ground and use it, or not? Do we say, Yaddo Behemadami upasula, his hand is analogous to the neck of the animal, and the Katoris it fell to the ground is Pusul? Or do we say, Klisharis Dami, Velopusua, or that perhaps the hand is analogous to the Kalisharis, and the Katoris it fell is not Pusul? So on the one hand, the Torah doesn't require the Katoris to be placed in the Klisharis, in which case the special consecration of the Katoris occurs when it's placed in the Kongado's hands, but on the other hand, since we learned that the Kongado practically requires the cuff to carry the Gatorus into the Kosha Kedoshim, the consecration occurs in the cuff, and the Kongado's hands are considered like the neck of the animal. The moral leaves it as a teku. So while some brainiacs were busy testing their pasting the combat on the inside of the kli technique, others were on the floor analyzing the status of spilt katoris from the Kongado's kafina with their left hands. Tied behind their backs. Which reminds us when Roshesh was asked of Mahu, what's Regarding carrying the blood to the Mizbech in the left hand, he answered that it was taught in the mission regarding the Kwangal bring the Katoris, Natal Zamahta a He takes the shovel of coals in his right hand and the kafahtoris in his left hand. So clearly Holoch is valid if it's done in the left hand. The Gemara in the next Ahmad successfully refused Rosh is based on a price that states Zarba shikr If a czar or a cone who is an onent, drunk, or blemished, does the Kabalakh of Zuka of the blood, it's puzzle, becan Yosha beken smol, puzzle. And so too if a vowed cone does any of these those while sitting or with his left hand, it is puzzle. memtes, so the simmer Daph Memtes is meat and we use a butcher. So here goes. The former butcher butcher, that must be more Dok Memtes, meat. The former butcher became the alternate gadol and was called into service when the gadol died right after doing khafina, which reminds us of Yishub and Levi inquired if the gadol filled his hands with katars and placed it in the kaf, but died before burning it in the koshikadashim, made the koangado, replaces him, use the katars that was scooped up by the first gadol, or must he perform a new khafina? Papa said, that it depends on the following issue. If the gadol does khafina before entering the Kosh kadashim and does it again inside, which means he pours katars back into his hands from the kaf, before pouring it onto the coals, then the new Kongado can use the original Khafina since he'll be doing the second Khafina. But if the Kongado only does Khafina once before entering the kosher Kadashim and then upon entering he pours directly from the Khaf onto the coals, then it's a valid question whether the new Kongado can use the first Kongado's Khafina and not do his own Khafina. So the former butcher became the alternate Kongado and was called into service when the Kongado died right after doing Khafina. Got nervous about doing the second chafina with his larger hands. Which reminds Ravun abbreviated Rabbi Shua Torah Puppet that the reasoning is the opposite. If the Kongado does chafina twice, once before entering and once after he enters, then the new Kongado who replaces him may certainly not enter with the first chafina, since it's impossible for him not to take less or more gadoras than he needs, since his chafina is not the same size as his predecessors. But if the kongado does not do hafina a second time upon entering, but pours the guitarist directly from the cuff onto the coals, then it is a question whether the new kongado can use the first kongado's chafina. So the former butcher became the alternate kongado and was called into service when the kongado died right after doing chafina. got nervous about doing the second chafina with his larger hands while holding the cuff in his teeth. Which reminds the Gemara proves that the kongado does do a second chafina from the falling breast. How does the kongado? Du Hafinah once he enters the Kodesh Kedoshim, so after depositing the shovel full of coals on the ground, he grasps the front of the cuff of Keturitz with his fingertips, and some say with his teeth, with the handle towards the body, and he carefully pulls it upward with his thumb until the handle reaches between his elbows, and then he tilts the cuff and pours its contents back into his cupped hands, and he heaps it up on the coals so the smoke should come slowly, which Miri says is so the Kongor should not choke from the sudden release of smoke. Others say that he scatters it on the coals so the smoke should come quickly, which in the mirror explains is so that the Kongara will not have time to gaze upon the kosher kadashim. The Braiths concludes Zohi Kasha should be and this was a difficult of performed in the base of mikdash, and the word challenges the statement given that Malik and Kamita are also difficult, and revised statement two, Zoya avodah Kashima ma This was among the difficult of performed in the base of mikdash. Dafnun, the similar Dafnun is a Poop. So here goes. The nincompoop, Poop. that must be more in Daf- Nun. The nincompoop pretending to be a Congado who tried to bring his live bull into his model, Kodesh HaKadoshim, which reminds us, in the Kamarodov Memtes on a base the question was asked if the Kongado shakted his Chata's Par but died before entering the Kodesh HaKadoshim and sprinkling his blood, what's the luck regarding the Congado who replaces him using that blood? Rabbi Yami said, but Par par." that the phrase with a par implies but not with the blood of a par that had been shakted. This new kongad would have to bring his own par. Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha said, b'par, b'afil par. The phrase, "with the par means, And even with the blood of the par, That had been shakted by his predecessors. So in our dub, she says, It's more reasonable to concur with Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha, Who said that the blood itself is classified as a par, For it's written, arn b'par b'makar. With this shall arn come into the Kodesh with a young par. Now, does a kongad lead the par in by the horns? Of course not. El par. Rather, he shacks the par and goes in with the blood. But yet the Torah refers to it as a par. The Gemara explains that according to Rabbi the Basit means, but ma'huksha Arn leboil With what offering does the become qualified to enter the kodesh? But par ben bakar With the young par a young par's of chatas to become qualified, the new kohen would have to bring a live par and shecht it as his offering. So the ninkampu pretending to be a Kongado, who tried to bring his live bull into his model kodesh hakadoshim was so offended when he was told his chatas belonged to the tzibur. Which reminds the that even if the blood is classified as a part, the alternate con gadol should not be allowed to use it because it's a chattah shemesu ba'aleah, because it's a chattah whose owner has died. azra, and the rule is, is that a whose owner has died goes to its death. So Ravin bar Ravada said to Ravah that Ravah's Talmudian told him in the name of Rav Amram, chattah sibori v'lo Misa azra. The con gadol's part is a communal offering since it's offered on behalf of the Kohanim. And therefore it doesn't go to its death when the Kongado dies. Ravim proceeds to bring a proof which Rabus successfully challenges, as he holds that the Kongado's part is a Khatis Yachid and not a Khatas sibur. So the Ninkkumpoop, pretending to be a Kongado, who tried to bring his live bull into his model, kodashim was so offended when he was told his Khatis belonged to the Tsibor that he tried to do Tamur on it as a carbon Yachid. Which reminds us Ezra asked the following question, according to the opinion that the Kongado's part is a carbon Yachid. Osatimura, enosatimura. Can it be used to affect Timura or not? The Gemara seeks to explain the basis of this question since even though the Kongado is Makdish apart from his private property, we know that it tones for al-Kohanim, and an offering of partners cannot be used to affect Timura. The more concludes Rebalezu's inquiry was concerning the Kongado's fellow Kohanim who join him in receiving Kapara through the par? Bikvu'usa Miskapri, do they receive Kapara as established partners in the offering? Or Dilma Bakufi Miskapri, or perhaps he receive Kapara in an ancillary role. An ancillary role, meaning the carbon primarily attains Kapara with the Kongado, and they have the privilege of attaining Kapara with him. In this case, more could be done. An unsuccessful attempt was made to resolve this question. Daf So the similar Daf is Beaver Pelt Hats. So here goes. The Beaver Pelt Hats Society. Beaver Pelt Hats. That must be more Daf Nanoliv. Nah. The beaver Pelt hat society joyfully assembled to bring their chagigas, which were each considered a carbon sebor, Which reminds us, which reminds on Dov nun Elv, a mishum was brought. where We're merely the pesach as carbon yachin that's doker shabbos and tumah. And later, Bryce, a related brisa quoted Rabbi Yaakov is listing the chagiga among carbon sebor that are not doker shabbos and tumah. So in our Dov, Rabbi Huna b'Rei asked what the difference is between them. If the chagiga is called the carbon sebor mishum Asiba Kanufi, because it's brought as part of assembly by all the Jews who gathered in Yerushalayim for the chag, so pesach is also brought in this assembly. So Rava answered. There is the Pesach Sheni which is not brought as an assembly. It's only brought by the minority that were Tame when the Pesach Rishon was brought. Since the category of Pesach includes the Pesach Sheni, the Tana calls the Pesach a Karben Yachim. When Rabbi was asked that according to this the Pesach Sheni should be Dochah and Tumah, like the Pesach Rishon, he answered that in fact the Tana here does hold the Pesach Sheni is Dochah and Tumah. So the Beaver Pal Hats Society, joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, which were each considered a carbon sea Try tried to peek into the Hekel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, which reminds us. The next mission discusses the path taken by the Kongado as he carried the Kodosh and the Kodosh Kadashim. The Kongado would walk through the Heichon until he reached the space between the two curtains, which separated the Kodosh from the Kodosh Kadashim, and the space between them was an amah. Rabbi Yossi says there was only one curtain there, for stated, and the prokhan shall divide for you between the kosh and the Kadashim. So given Rabbi Yossi brought a source for his position, the Gemara clarifies that According to the his puzzle only applies to the Mishkan. However, during Bais Rishon, there was an Amitraxin, an Amit-thick dividing wall, and the rabbis who built Shani were in doubt as to the degree of Kedusha of this wall, whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh HaGadoshim or the Kodesh. They therefore made two curtains to enclose the space, one where the outer edge of the wall had originally been, and one where the inner edge had been. So the Beaver Pelt Hat Society joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, where each were considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the Hekel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, and to see if there were dotted lines marking the path for the Kohen which reminds us, the Gemur brings the three Umar Kokes regarding their path the Kongado took to the Heikhla to the Koshchek Adoshin. Yudo holds there were two curtains with the opening near the southern wall, says the Kongado walked towards the Koshchek between the Mizbek and the Menorah. Rav Mer and Rabbi both hold there was one curtain with the opening near the northern wall. Rav Mer holds the Kongado walked between the Mizbek and the Shulchan. He didn't walk between the Shulchan and the wall, either because it was blocked by the ten Shulchanos, placed there north to south by Shulman Melk, or, according to the one who holds, their place east to west, because of the Shekina residing the Kodesh Kedoshim, it would not have been respectful to walk directly towards its entrance. According to Rabbi Yosi, holds that the Kodosh did walk directly along the northern wall. The Jews are beloved by Hashem since the Torah didn't require them to send the shaliach before him with the request, each Jew may pray to Hashem on his own behalf. The representative of such a people as himself beloved and may proceed directly to the Kodesh All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus Three bonus questions from previous lectures number 1 which type of question in the case where the konqadal dies after doing khafina Whether the alternate konqadal can use the first konqadal's khafina that's on daf memtes good number 2 which type when there are five sukim whose grammatical structure cannot be determined that's on duff. nun base. good number 3 which type when the one is not permitted to do halacha with the left hand that's on duff. Mem Good number four, which stuff in between the Chochemin Rebbe Yudah whether there was one Parochus or two that marked the inner and outer edges of the Amitraxin? That's on Duff. No, no. Good number five, which stuff in Malchus have been whether one is high for extinguishing coals that have been removed from the Mizbeach? That's on Duff. Memba. Good number six, which stuff people question whether a Kong Gadol or a Plesokon that died after the Shechit of the Par, whether you can use the blood of that Par. That's on Duff. None. Good number seven. Which stuff does the moral leave as a take of the question whether one can paste the comets to the wall inside the kli? That's on duff. Memchess. Good number eight. Which stuff did we learn that the Amitraksim was not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh or the Kodesh? That's on duff. None base. Good number nine. Which stuff does the moral leave as a take of the question whether Khatorz that fell to the ground from the Kongolo's hand can be used? That's on duff. Memchas good and number ten which stuff you go in the Yoshio? hid the arn along with the son son of Saman the flask of the Shev and the Mishka arn staff and the gift from the Polishing that's on dav Nunbase base good and now the three bonus questions number one which stuff you go in the Chacham considered including Parshas Balak in Kriyat that's on dav you based on brachas good number two which stuff you go in the source for Daled Amos that's on dav Lam Ches and Good. And number three, which shall be that the power of the Yitzhore is evident in that only people of a generous nature gave to the Mishkan, whereas everyone gave to the Ekel. That's on Dove. Base and Excellent. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Yvonne Goldman wishing you a great day and great learning.